This is Rock Cape Town's podcast. Thank you so much for listening in today, and we hope this sermon brings life to you. Here's today's message. Um, I want to thank God. I'm a, I'm a girl's girl. I love it when women gather. I want to thank God for the privilege of being with all of you, part of the Rama family, uh, to Pastor Lindy for inviting me. Uh, I've had a fantastic time, Pastor Fluby. What a powerhouse. And of course, the one that paved the way for women in this nation. When Pastor Nonsa was preaching, there was no woman that were allowed in the pulpit. So can we bless God and thank God? Somebody went before you. Somebody opened the door for you. When you get there, don't get too important and too cute. Remember that somebody had to pave the way for you. And so I thank God. I thank God even now for, for all the women who spoke today. And, and you know, the Bible says that when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, nobody preached, nobody laid hands. She heard something. He who has an ear to hear, let them hear. It says that the, the baby in her belly leaped. Because she was pregnant with the same thing. If there's something on the inside of you and you came to this conference, something has got to leap inside you. So that you leave carrying destiny, doing great things. Today I'm going to speak in the, in the time that I have from Ruth chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 20 to 22. If you have it, Ruth, Ruth chapter 1, verse 20 to 22. I'm avoiding trying to read my Bible because I can't see. <laughs> Thank you. But she said to them, Don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why do you call me Naomi, since the Lord has testified against me, and the Almighty has afflicted me? So Naomi returned, and Ruth, the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law with her, who returned from the country of Moab, now they came to Bethlehem just as the barley harvest was beginning. Spirit of the living God, speak. Father, I thank you that as I begin to open up my mouth, that words will be given to me, that I will boldly, revelationally, articulately, anointedly, and fabulously proclaim the mystery of your gospel all to your glory, that you unite here and speak alike, that you'll speak to me, to speak through me, to speak into the hearts of your people, that each one will hear in their own language. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that they'll come in one way, but leave another way. That chains will be broken, that destinies will be set free, that mountains will be moved, that legacies 
mercies will be imparted all to your glory. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. So the Bible says, I'm going to check my time. The Bible says there was a famine in the land. They lived in the land of Bethlehem. And there was, a, there was a famine in the land. Now, Bethlehem is supposed to be a land of promise. It's supposed to be a place where it will be the birthplace of Jesus. It's supposed to be a good place. And it's possible sometimes to be in the right place doing the right thing and get the wrong results. Sometimes, I'm going to move quickly, there are things that happen that are beyond your control. Sometimes life suddenly happens to you and you have no idea how it happened, where it happened, but there's nothing you can do about it. The Bible says there was a famine in the land. No matter how much you prayed, no matter how much you believed God, no matter how faithful you were, no matter how much you searched, there's a famine and there's nothing. I thought you were a pastor. I thought you go to church. I thought you served in the choir. I thought you were an usher. I thought you loved God so much. You were here Friday night. You were here Saturday all day. But there's a famine. And there's nothing you can do about it. The Bible says that she was married to a Limelech and they had two sons. And they decided to leave Bethlehem and go to the land of Moab. Not everybody who came, came because they wanted to come. I, 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 I wouldn't say it, but... I have to correct what she was saying. It's not that I'm the only one who made it. No. My family lives in America. I'm the only one called. I have no business being in South Africa other than ministry. My entire family lives in America. If I want to enjoy life, that's where I'll be. Not everybody came because they had to jump a border. You'd have to jump several borders from Liberia too. And, and so Elimelech and his wife, Naomi, and their two sons, Malan and Kilian, they, they go to Moab. Moab is a place of idols, incestual, it, it, it's, it's incestuous, it's, it's where Lot's daughter and him, that, those, are the, those are the Moabites. It's, it's, it's not a place you choose to go. It's not a place you want to be in. It's not a place you decide. It's not Miami. It's not, it's, you're not going on vacation. And sometimes circumstances force you into a place you never thought, and I will never, if that was me, I, I would never. You don't have any idea what you would do until you have to do it. And here they are leaving a place of promise, ending up in a place of religiously inferior people, dirty people. They, they were people who were defiled religiously. And, and now, now, now Naomi is a foreigner. Quere, quere. Number one. I'm number one. You, you can be number two. Stand in the queue. <laughs> and, and here she is with her family. And the Bible says that her husband dies. This is what we call in the, in the Bible buffeting. Buffeting. When it's one thing. And just when you're getting over the death of your grandmother... And just when you're about to recover from the death of your father, and because you, 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 you survived that, 
then it's your sister. And, and, and it's one thing after another. And now she's, she's not just a foreigner. She, she hasn't just lost all her family, all her friends, all her support. You have no idea what it's like to live in a foreign land by yourself until you have to do it. And there's nobody left. You don't know what it's like to be in Moab until you're the last one of your family standing in a land that God has called you to. And, 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 and she's a foreigner. She's a widow. And the Bible says 10 years later, and the 10 years may seem to a, a long time, but not when you're in grief. Not when you have no support. Not when just when you think you're getting on your feet. After that, you see, listen, listen, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. The strongest people in, in, in the ministry are, the, are women. Listen to me. Some will never be famous. This book could have been called Naomi. Some will never be known. Some will never hold the microphone. Some will never be, have their faces on posters and billboards and be around the world. But, but they are the ones who are the backbone of every church. Every church. And so if the enemy cannot get to Naomi, she will get to the people closest to her. It always starts with the spouse. If he cannot get to the spouse, he will get to the kids. And so after he takes out Elimelech, the Bible says 10 years later, both her sons, both her sons die. Now she's a foreigner, a widow, and childless. What do you do when the enemy strikes everything and it's too late to start again? It's one thing if she was in her 20s because, because, because I know she was old because the Bible says both her sons married foreign women. That means they were old enough. And if they were at marrying age, that means she was too old to start again. We, we already know, I think she, she didn't want to go there. We already know what it's like when, when the in-laws and... When, 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 when a woman loses her husband, she looks to her sons for that male comfort. And here it is now, her sons have married these Moabite. Couldn't, couldn't you have maybe looked for somebody who also immigrated from where we came from? What, what, what are you doing with these unclean, never good enough for mother-in-law, ne never, never good enough. Everything was fine until you came into the family and now... You never, ever, ever, ever good enough because, because she is using her sons to take the place of her husband. And here she is and lost it all. And, and all she has left is these two foreign daughters-in-law. And you, don't, don't, don't judge my pain because your pain is different. The most judgmental people are the people who have not yet gone through anything. But, but don't, don't, explain, don't, don't explain anything to them. The amount of time you spend explaining yourself, you could have gotten a law degree. Don't say anything. Give them time because the earth is always spinning. What is up today might be down tomorrow. Just give them enough time for the earth to rotate a little bit. 
don't don't explain yourself don't don't correct it let them say what they want to say about you it's only a matter of time that life will teach them a lesson that you won't have to if they are talking about you just let them have some time on it god will teach them something you don't have to say you don't have to say nothing about it you don't have to go through what i go through to understand me you just have to have gone through something to know that the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike and that bad things happen to good people. And, and it's not because I, I fell out with God that I went through what I went through. Maybe it's not that I did something wrong, but maybe because I did something right. The Lord said, have you considered my servant Job? Maybe the reason why I'm going through what I'm going through is because I'm maybe more of a threat than you. Think about that. Maybe it's, maybe it's not that your, your sister's super spiritual. Maybe you're, maybe you're not that holy. Maybe the devil's not even bothered with you. I, 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 I can't believe. I, can't, I, I thought she was a pastor. I thought, yeah, I thought she was a pastor. So yes, we are. That's exactly why the enemy is attacking us. Because greater is he that is on the inside of us. There is something that threatens the kingdom of darkness. We are a target because of the anointing. The dog does not bark at a still car. When you're moving, the thief does not come to an empty house. It's when you are loaded. I came to I came to set somebody free that doesn't understand why the enemy has been attacking you from the time you were eight years old, why the enemy has been after you even when you were nine years old, why they rape you when you were 14 years old, because he wants to abort the baby before it is born. He wants to attack. He said, kill all the male children because I know that the Messiah is coming. There's something that he sees that you do not yet. The spirit knows what the mind does not know. We live life forward, but we understand it backward. It was the attack of the enemy that introduced me to my anointing. If you had left me alone, devil, I would have stayed on TV. But you touched the anointed. He said, touch not my anointed. Do my prophet no harm. It's when you touched me that you provoked me to pray. Pain caused me to pray. And prayer made me powerful. And, and she says, she says, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going back home. She says, she said, don't call me Naomi, which means pleasant. She says, she said, she said, call me Mara, which means bitter. She said, she said, because the Lord has afflicted me. She said, the Lord has afflicted me. She, she said, God, what did I do? What did I do? You deserved it. I served you. I loved you. I gave up everything for you. I left my family. I left, I left my friends. I, I, I went to the tents as a little girl. I listened to the cassettes. I, 
I did it. I did everything for you, Lord. Where, where were you? Where were you? When my husband was sick. Where, where were you? Where were you when, when my father was dying? Where, where were you? Where were you? Eloi, Eloi, Lamasabachthani. My Lord, my Lord. Why have you forsaken me? She says, I, I went out full. But you, you, you brought me back empty. You brought me back empty. And, and, and you see, she says, she says, she says, my life is, is a misery. She said, don't call me pleasant. Call me better. Don't judge how I talk when I'm dealing with my pain. Don't tell me you just need to be strong. You just need to stand. You just need to pray. You have no idea because you never went through it. Shut your spiritual mouth and keep quiet. And stop judging people when they're going through what they're going through. You have no idea the process that God is allowing in their life. And sometimes it is for you that they're experiencing what they're experiencing. You, you have no idea that Naomi is brought there just for Ruth. You, you have no idea that, that God needed somebody to rescue her out of Moab. You have no idea that, that the price that she had to pay. So while you talk about, I can't believe that she, she, she's thick and I can't believe that she, she, she got divorced and I can't believe that. You have no clue what she had to go through for her calling. You have no clue what God had to put her through. You had no clue what, why Job says, I know what it's like. I, I, I cursed the day that I was born. You have no idea. When, when she says, my life is better, leave her because depression is when the pain has no outlet. Let her talk. Let her vent. It's okay for her to cry. It's okay for her to fall on her face and say, God, why did you do this to me? It's okay for her to come to the altar. You have no clue. Let the pain be released. 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 Don't judge me because my life is better right now. Don't judge me because I'm crying right now. Don't judge me because I don't want to be called Naomi right now. Let me release the pain. Let me release the pain. Let me release the pain. You have no clue what it costs for my call. You have no clue. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't have to lose your grandmama, your, your mama, and your father, and your sister for you to, to understand. You don't want to, so shut up and let me cry and call it bitter. It's bitter right now. But God has the final say. In, in case you're wondering, that's the title of my message. God has the final say. The, the Bible says they came to Bethlehem as the barley harvest was beginning. I don't know what you lost in your losing season. I don't know who, who left you. I don't know who walked away from you. I don't know who betrayed you. I don't know who backstabbed you. I don't know who disappointed you. I don't know what you had to go through. But the Bible says she came as the barley harvest was beginning. Naomi, Naomi says, she says to, to her two daughters-in-law, Oprah and Ruth, she says, go back, go back to your family. She says, I have nothing. Go, go back to your family. Says, says, 
You can't follow me where I'm going because I have nothing for you. He says, go back to your people and your gods, small g. And whenever somebody's been through so much loss, they feel they don't have anything to offer. And they isolate themselves and they, they put their phone off and, and they hide themselves. And, and, and we, we preach grace, but it's just a message. <laughs> it's just a cute, you know, a grace is, is, is um, it's the it message for the season. You know, there, there will be the era of faith and the era of this and the era of grace. And now it's just the era of grace and skinny jeans and, you know, all bluff, no stuff, no anointing, no power, no. It, it, it's just a cute message. Uh, uh, the people who preach grace the most are the ones who give it the least. Because she, 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 she says, go away from me. It, it, the ones who, when they're going through, and you are the one who's there for them. Talk to me then. You, I don't need no friends when my life is good. I have got too many. I, my phone is full of unanswered text messages, emails, and phone calls. And I have no intention to answer them. Where were you when I was broke? Now you want to call me to preach because I, I'm, I'm now known. It's late. I'm overbooked. then if you're not part of the family back then don't call me now it's late my calendar is full it's overbooked even my me time is scheduled in there i'd rather sit at home than come to you where were you when i needed somebody where were you when i had nothing where were you when no one believed in me where were you when they were debating how long i would last where were you when they were talking bad about me Before he found me in my mother's womb, he knew me. I was anointed. Even when I was on TV, I was blessed. Even when I was coming to South Africa, I've always been blessed. Don't recognize me now. It's late. I don't even need it. I preach out of obedience, not obligation. I don't need the fame. I don't need the money. I preach because I want to. And if I don't want to, I say I'm, un I'm unavailable. She said, go. Don't beg nobody to stay with you. Stop selling yourself cheap to people who can't even afford you. Don't beg no one into staying with you, loving you, hiring you, employing you. It says, he who finds a wife, finds a good thing and obtains favor. I am the favor here, not you. The difference between one man and another man is us. We are the favor.
I'm glad there's some men here to recognize it. You are blessed because you're hearing it for free. It does not make you arrogant. It makes you secure. And it teaches you not to be a slay queen that is selling yourself for cheap on social media. Try, have you ever heard of Louis Vuitton going on sale? But every day there's ShopRite checkers, pick and pay ads. Every day. Food is expiring. It's expiring. Then they put it on sale. We are not for sale. We have been sold out. We are not for sale. We have been bought with a price he paid with his blood. We are sold out. So Jesus Christ, our salvation was free, but it was not cheap. Selling yourself on Instagram for likes, for people who you have never met. If you're that desperate, stand outside there, take a naked picture, you will trend. Don't worry about likes, you will trend on Twitter. You will trend. Don't beg, don't beg nobody to stay. She says, she tells them go. And the foolish Opa, we never hear about her again. She was married to Killian. Killian means destruction. She left with it. She left with it. Don't beg nobody to stay. You know what? When toxic people leave your life, it's like the trash took itself out. Listen, listen, my friend phoned me. She was telling me a situation with somebody who was working in her house. And as she began to speak, I said, Lord, give me a, a discernment. And the Lord was explaining to me what she was telling me. It's witchcraft that this person was doing for her. So I didn't say anything. Then she says to me, I was explaining to her what the person was doing. When she finished, she said, when I went downstairs, she had packed her bags. I said, I respect you. I was thinking how we must pray her out. Listen, 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 listen. Some people don't need a one-hour prayer. They don't need a half-night prayer. They don't need an all-night prayer. When they carry themselves out, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Put the good in goodbye. Say, see ya. Pack your bags and roll out the red carpet for you. You may keep on going. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye, Opa. Bye. The place we are going is not for you. Stay there. Don't beg no one to stay in your church, Pastor Lindy. The place that they are going is not for them. It's not a bad thing. eh? It just means... You were good for that period, and thank you very much. You have played your part in my life. I have played my part in yours. And now our seasons are changing. God is taking you in that direction. God is taking me in that direction. 
Baba. <laughs> I can even give you a goodbye gift. Don't hold on to anybody. Forcing them to stay. But Ruth. Ruth says, do not bid me to go. She says, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. Your God. When she said that, that's when everything messed up. When she said your God will be my God. When she said that, heaven woke up. Because the Lord said, if any two or more touching anything on earth shall agree, then I will open up the windows of heaven and pour out. And that's when the Bible says, it was blessing time. The barley harvest. One can put a thousand. Only stupid people compete. Only stupid people compete. Why will I compete with you? Because I've gone as far as I can go on a thousand level. I told the Lord, I'm not doing anything more until you bring somebody to help me. Because one can put a thousand, but two. I feel a 10,000 anointing sitting on my life that I cannot do by myself. That God, you cannot open one more door until you bring that person. And when she said, far be it from me, if even death separates us. In other words, I renounce the idols of Moab. Even in eternity, we'll be together. Destiny. Destiny. Not even death will separate us because I have chosen your God. So that when I die, I'll be in heaven too. This life is so short. People are fighting over things that as soon as they buy them, they're depreciating. They're thinking of the temporal at the expense of the internal. Look at my clothes. Look at my car. Look at my house. Look at... Spending so much time trying to impress people who don't even care about them. And, and, and the Bible says that it was when Naomi and Ruth, the Moabites, do you know? Hushi from Jam Ali. I like it. I like it. You know, at first, it used, to, it used to annoy me because it was like, you know, why are they talking about my then when I'm living in my now? Why, why do people always still see me as that person? And then I began to realize the Bible continues to refer to her as the Moabites. Continues to call her the Moabites. You know why? Somebody is depending on your story. Somebody is depending on, I never correct people when they say that girl was, is on drugs. They, they used to say I was on drugs. I've never even smoked a cigarette in my life. But I never corrected them because I wanted them to believe that if God could do it for me, he can do it for their children. God has to get the glory out of your story, no matter how it comes. Don't have so much pride that you have to fix everything and, and let everybody know that actually I'm fine. No, I'm happy. Living, hashtag living my best life. Nobody, nothing says broken hearts more than hashtag living my best life. You, we all know that you are depressed. Why are you saying it? Those that are living their best life don't have to say it. 
please. Calm down. Calm down. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Stop trying to play perfect. You're not helping anybody. I show my scars so that you can know that this is what healing looks like. I will never sell false per perfection from the pulpit so that people can think, you look at her. She's pretty, I know. She's anointed, yes. Her life is perfect. No. No. Because you will never see that you too you can overcome. If all we do is stand here and act super holy. It is the grace of God that enables us to do what we do and be who we are. And so they return to Bethlehem. Naomi feels empty. But if God is all you have, you can take the house. You can take the car. You can have the pretty girl award. You can have the Instagram Slay Queen Most Likes Award. If God is all you have, if I'm empty of everything, but great is he that is on the inside of me. If God is all I have, that must mean that God is all I need. Sometimes God, God has to empty you of you so that he can fill him. I was good when I was happy, but I was better when I was upset. I never preached so well like when I was going through trouble. The olive is far more useful when it's been crushed. When, when, when Pastor Nomsa preaches now, she spits oil. I can sense it. It's totally different from when I first met you. It, it, it's, it's, it's a dripping oil. Oil. The crushing of the olive. Don't cry for this mic. <laughs> the cost of the crown ain't cheap. But it's worth it. It's worth it. And the Bible says they, they come to Bethlehem and seasons have changed. God is about to turn it around for you. He's about to turn it around. I said, he, he, he's able to turn it around. He, he's able to turn the famine into harvest. He's, he's able to turn seasons around. He's able to turn times around. He's able to change the atmosphere and change the heavenlies and change the clouds to suit in your favor. If it's not happening yet, it's because you don't need it yet. But when God gets ready to bless you, when his hand is upon you, no weapon that is formed against you, no past, no mistake, no attack, no sickness, no divorce, nothing will be able to stop God. When God gets ready to bless you, nothing will be able to stop him. Time is in his hands. Say, it's my time. It's my season. God is turning it around for me. Don't cry for me yet. It's not over yet. God has the final say. Amen. Amen. I'm going to move quick and then I'm going to go catch my plane. The Bible says, they come as the barley harvest was beginning and, and 
And Ruth says, let me go. Let me go and glean. Let me go and glean. Everybody asks me, how did you get to where you got to? And I think, where am I? You don't want to be friends with me if you're a hater because I'll keep you employed full time. If you think, if, if you think I've arrived, you're in trouble because, because I'm not even halfway to where I know God has called me. And, and people say, people say, people say, listen, listen, I can say that here, okay? But I, I, I don't say that in front of my brothers because I, I want to keep my coat. As far as my family knows, I'm going nowhere. I'm doing nothing. Okay? I go on the weekends because, you know, it's just a few women conferences here and there, here and there. Yet. But between me and you, <laughs> between us, I'm not even halfway. And, and they say, how, you know, how did you get, get, get there? How did you get there? And I thought, you know, I was trying to think, you know, I really wanted to help these people who are asking. I get asked all the time. And I really wanted to give them, you know, the formula. I'm, I'm that person. When I was working on TV, all my friends worked on TV. I taught all of them how to present. Listen, I'm tired of paying the bill every time we go out. You all come get a job too. I'm not a jealous person. As soon as I find something on sale, I phone everybody and tell them, you know, there's a nice sale going on this shop. I'm that girl. So... I also wanted to help these people. First of all, I cannot take every conference. Pastor Nonga. I, it's not, it, I'm, I'm only one person. I can't preach everywhere. Yesterday we were having dinner. The other ones were also having dinner for their conference. We can't be everywhere at every time. So I don't mind teaching people. When I, when I worked at our church, I trained women for one year how to do the, the, the platform. So that I can have a break. Because I was running the women's ministry... Uh, introducing Pastor Nonza, then they still wanted me to preach again. Uh, when am I going to blow the balloons and fix the gift bags? <laughs> so they asked me, how did you get here? And I really thought about it, like, what can I say to them so that they can also get there? Because, I mean, even if they get there, nobody can do it like I do it when I do it when I do what I do what I do. <laughs> you, get, you, you understand, right? <laughs> You, you get me, right? You, you understand? <laughs> catch it. Catch it. Catch it. Catch it. Be free. Be yourself. Catch it. Be liberated. Catch it. Stop apologizing. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you. We are born to manifest the glory of God that is in us. It's not just in some of us. It's in all of us. And as we're liberated from our own fears, our presence automatically liberates other people. Be liberated. No apology zone here. Be inspired, not intimidated. Deal. I'm not dimming my light to help you. I'm shining bright. The Lord says, shine in all the earth. Shine. That was for free. So they said, how did you get here? And I thought, I thought. And then I realized, Pastor Nomza, I served. Six years, I was a volunteer. I, nobody can out-volunteer me. I left TV. I packed the chairs. I blew the balloons. 
I serve the tea. I'm not saying you must do it, huh? I'm saying me. Six years I served. When the head of women's ministry was leaving to go to Hillsong, Australia, I knew the job. So she said, I'm leaving. The head of women's ministry is pushy. Nobody was more shocked than me. But I knew how to run the department because I had served in all aspects. Serve. And Ruth goes into the field and begins to never be afraid of starting at the bottom. Never be. You see, the top is overcrowded with wannabes. It's overcrowded with everybody trying to be seen, trying to get noticed. The Lord says, somebody touched me. They said, what do you mean somebody touched me? There are people all around you. Didn't you see them here? He said, no, no, no. All these ones in my face, in my face. Please, please. Get, get, get from around me. You're like mosquito. Please move. He said, he said, he said, I didn't see these ones. I didn't see these ones. Because their gender up here is something else. I don't even, your man looks at the outside. I don't see with these eyes. So all these ones that are here, I don't see them. He says, but somebody touched me. I know because power. If I can just touch the hem of his coming. It's when you go down. 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 It's when you're not too proud to bend your knee before God. That is when you will stand before men. It's when you go down. The power is at the feet. The power is at the cross. The power is at the altar. Not here. Because I'm telling you, without the power, when we give you the might, you can do nothing. And I can also preach. We'll see when we give it to you. The way you'll be so scared, eh, we'll have to minister to you outside and lay hands on you and encourage you. You won't eat for three days before you take the mic. You think you can do it. I, I can also sing. Then you sit there singing louder than the people with the mic. Please move from your seat. Go there if you can sing. If you can lead people into the presence. Beyonce can sing. We don't need a song. We can go to YouTube for a song. We want the presence of God. It's when the praises go up. We want people that can praise the Lord from a pure heart. Man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. When the praises go up, then the presence. We're, hung, we're hungry. We're thirsty. For the presence, the presence, the presence. Well, so she goes down, and it's when, when she was down, when it looked, this lady like she had lost everything. When she was a widow, coming to a foreign land, when there had been a famine in, in her life, famine, famine in her, her marriage, famine in her finances, famine in. Your health, when, when it looks like you've lost everything and you still go down on your knees. And, and the Bible says that is when 
the BEE, Vedyane, Boot Boas. You would have thought that Boas would have picked the girl on Instagram with my Gucci Fendi Louis. You would have thought. You're not ready for me this morning. You would have thought that Boas would be shopping on IG. But she, she, there's no way she looked cute when she was on the ground. She must have looked dusty. She must have been smelling feet. She must have been covered with dirt. She must have been with a duke and, and, and dirt on her knees. I, 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 I like to have a dirty knee. My, my friend said, you kneel too much when you, when you preach. I, I never have a sermon where I'm not on the floor. They, they laugh at me. My, my daughter's friends, my daughter is 18. Her friends said, we saw your mother, she was lying on the altar again. They laugh at me. Every sermon, I'm lying on the altar. I, I, I'm, I'm on the floor. I'm on my knees. I, and I said to them, I don't do it enough. If you knew what I was looking for, I guess you find where you are. You can stand and pose like this. But if you knew what I needed, you would understand why I'm on my knees. You will understand why I'm looking for the hem of his garment. You would understand why I'm cleaning behind the reapers like a girl that never had nothing. You will understand why I'm asking for Jesus to bless me. You will understand why I'm at home praying all day. The Bible says she went down. She went down on her knees. She went on her knees and and Boaz, Boaz said, give me, give me five minutes. I'll try to wrap it up. Boaz said, who's that? May your blessing recognize you. May your blessing identify you. I don't care what you lost. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the situation is. I said, may your blessing find you. May it locate you. May the GPS of God's favor find you and arrest you and bless you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Somebody give God praise. And Boaz, Boaz says, Boaz says, listen to me, listen to me. Boaz says four things. He says, listen. Define instruction. He said, listen. Stay here. May God give you divine direction. I'm summing up your whole life right now. Ear to hear. Listen. Instruction. Stay here. Direction. Don't go. Direction. He says, I have commanded the men not to touch you. Protection. May the Lord protect everything concerning you. May angels surround you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. May there be a shama, a fire, a wall of protection. No weapon that is formed against you is going to prosper. The enemy, when he comes in like a flood, God will raise a standard and deliver you. He will deliver you. And then he says, he says, he says, when you are thirsty, drink provision. Everything that you lost in your losing season, may God restore it to you. May God bring it back to you a hundredfold. The Egyptians that you see today, you shall see them no more. Your hands shall never lack again. You will never cry the same cry again. May God bless you. I'm almost there. 
And then, and then he says, and then he says, says, may God repay you, repay you, repay you. It's restoration. Everything that you lost. God will bring it back. He says, may God repay you. Well, he doesn't stop there. What is the point of me going back to the same as what I came from? Then my pain was in vain. But then he says, may God reward you. Reward is more than just what you lost. Reward is overflow. It's the press down, shaken together, and the running over. The reward is what we call redemption. He says the last one. May you find refuge. Refuge means that all that you went through, you will never go through it again. You will never, never. The season is changing. The season is changing. The famine is over. I decree and declare an end to every spiritual famine that has plagued your life in the name of Jesus. Every financial famine, every physical famine, famine in your health, famine in your body, famine in your finance, famine in your relationships. I'm talking about something that you had no control over. I'm speaking to, to the thing that the enemy used against you, to, 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 to a dry place in your life where you had no control and, and where you thought you did the right thing and, and, and where you, you moved to Moab and, and you came back and you tried this and, and you tried that and you, you fasted and you prayed and, and you shandara, kandara, kandara and, and you broke it and, and you fell out your, on your face before God and, 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 and signed and seized and times are in the hands of the Lord and, and the heart of the king is in his hands and, and he turns it whichever way I'm speaking to the famine I'm speaking for the Lord to change to change the season and arrest the famine in your life and release the harvest release the harvest release an abundance in your life an abundance of love an abundance of health an abundance of blessing an abundance of finance release an overflow in the name of Jesus Lord I pray for every hand that is raised every hand fill, fill it fill it fill it fill it Fill it, fill it to overflow. Bless each hand. Stretch your hands towards heaven. Stretch your hands towards heaven. Bless each, 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 each hand, Lord. Fill it to overflow. I cease, I cease, I cease. I come against by the blood of Jesus. Every famine be ceased in the name of Jesus. Lord, you have the final say. Release a harvest over your over your people. Release a harvest over your church. Release a harvest over the life. Release, release, release a harvest. Release. Release abundance. Release abundance. No more. No more. No more fear. No more fear of the famine. No more fear of the famine. No more fear of the famine. It's changing. It's changing. It's changing. It's changing. The season is changing. It's, it's turning. It's turning for your good. It's turning for your good. I said it's turning for your good. Don't cry anymore. It's turning. 
is turning, is turning for good. I'm, I, listen, listen, I'm done. The Bible says, Naomi says to her, wash yourself. Take off, take off your famine clothes. Take off, take off the pain of the past. We don't need us, we don't need to smell you when you enter the room. Pain of divorce, pain of disappointment, pain of betrayal, pain, pain of attacks. We don't, we don't need wash yourself, wash it off of you. Wash it with the word, wash it with the word, wash it with the living water, wash it with the living water, wash it with the word. And, and, he, and she says, she said, perfume yourself, perfume yourself. She said, she said, put on a new fragrance, the Holy Spirit is the atmosphere changer. Get in the presence of God. Get in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Let the fragrance of the Holy Spirit perfume you anew. He says, put on your best clothes. Don't worry about the haters. Put on, put on, put on that cloak that your father made for you. Put on the one of many colors. Put on the anointing. Put on, put on, put on the blessing. Put, put it on, put on, put on. Change, change. She said, put on your best clothes. Put on the favor of God. I'm walking in favor. Yeah, yeah, I'm walking in it. I'm walking here unapologetically. I'm walking in it. I live a life of favor, unashamed. I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for you. I'm walking in it. Put on your best clothes and then, then go. Lie at the feet. Start down. Lie at the feet. The quickest way to the top is from the bottom. Lie at the feet. Don't be a one night stand. Don't be a one hit wonder. I'm not just talking about sex. Don't just rush to the top. Because as fast as you get there, as fast as you disappear, go to the bottom. Go to the bottom. Lie at the feet. And the Bible says that the BEE, -E, the number one blesser, the original blesser, the original, says Boaz marries Ruth. And, and they have a son, and they name him Obed. And when they had the son, they said, when Ruth had the son, they said, Naomi has a son, because your blessing is my blessing. My blessing is your blessing. I cannot do it without you. You cannot do it without me. If you're not gonna win the world the race don't trip the sister in front of you push her over the finish line so that together we break the world's record me too i'm in it i'm in it says says naomi had a son and they named him obed and obed was the father of jesse and jesse was the father of and david was the father of solomon Solomon, Rehoboam, Rehoboam, Asha, Asa, Abijah, Abijah, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, Manasseh, Amon, so Josiah, Jeconiah, Sheatil, Zerubbabel, Abihud, Eliakim, Azor, Zadok, Akim, Elihud, Eliazar was the father of Martha, and Martha was the father of Jacob, Jacob was the father of Joseph. You have a part in it. God has the final say. He will take you from Moab.